what do you see? Like what what was jumping out at you? Like a bird with spirals, a bird with very intricate wings, a three dollar small seahorse, and a moon with a face of squirrels and a beautiful flower or with intricate designs and circles and concentric ovals. At the edge of the Bloomington Farmer's Market, there's a small table. There's a woman sitting behind it and a sign advertising henna tattoos. I'm Rebecca Greenan, and I am, if you know me professionally, in Passion Flower Women's Services. Besides a binder of henna designs, there's a paper of information about pregnancy and a woman's organization on the table. So I'm a birth doula, and I was looking for a way to reach my community, and the farmer's market seemed like the perfect place for that. So last year I started a little booth that just had information about all of the doulas in the community, and started doing henna near the end of the year and loved it and found it was a great way to pull people in and get conversations going. So I've just kind of kept doing that. And this year, my booth is more about just my stuff because I've got a lot more going on now. So I have henna tattoos by donation just to get people talking and comfortable and all that kind of good stuff. And I've got So I had a friend when I was in high school. And later on, when we were in college, she found out that she was pregnant and didn't find out until she was about five months long. So pretty late in the pregnancy and then had her baby about a month early. So doing some math there, you have not a lot of time to figure out what it means to be a parent and to have a baby. And she had like a pretty normal hospital birth for someone that doesn't like know a lot about what's going on. And I went down to visit her. I was one of the first people to visit her. And she was just, everything was so crazy. And I was one of the first people that could like talk to her as a real person and not like, whoa, your life just changed. What's happening? And so I came home and decided I'm not going to let this happen to any more of my friends and started reading all of the childbirth education books I could. At this point, I didn't know what a doula was. Found out about doulas, had just graduated college, so it was in like, oh no, I have this degree that's worthless. What am I going to do with my life now? Rebecca's been a doula for two and a half years and has been present at the birth of 16 babies. Sadly, I'm not able to pay the bills with doula work and henna. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I, I work at Best Buy. I work in the back, and I love it, actually. I have a whole family there. But Hi, what can I help you with? Henna tattoo. Henna tattoo, yeah. But what I want is, it's like a heart. Okay. But it's broken. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Okay, and then until I find you. Until I find you? Yeah. Okay, totally. And I have a lady friend that just passed, and I'd like, until I find you. Awesome. Do you want to sit? Sure. So why do you decide to get a henna tattoo as opposed to maybe like a real tattoo? Oh, no, I don't like real tattoos. You don't like real tattoos? I'm against it completely. Even though my children don't listen. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing how that happens. I had a construction business in Montana, and my son at 15 went to work for me. And one day he said, I did something you told me not to, Dad. And I said, what? He said, I got a tattoo. I said, are you kidding me? First of all, who tattooed a 15-year-old boy? So, of course, he plagiarized a note from his father. And what it was was a little teeny tiny Red Wing hockey logo on his ankle. And I'm a hockey fanatic, so I didn't get too mad. It's really nice to give people something beautiful on their own bodies so they'll start to honor their bodies a little bit more. Rebecca asked for donations and a story in exchange for a henna tattoo. I'm going to ask her, I haven't asked her yet, um, if you can add a little butterfly. Absolutely. For my best friend. Her symbol is a butterfly because... It symbolizes metamorphosis and change and 
That's what we're going through at this middle age period of our lives. I'm yeah. Turning, I'm turning 50. Uh, Congratulations. In a few weeks. How did you meet your best friend? <laughs> uh, we are both um, homeschooling mothers and uh, when my son was four, my son just turned 18, um, I met her at a park day in Tucson, Arizona. And um, it was just love at first sight. I never had love at first sight. She just, we just, I would smack my hands together. It was, like, <laughs> it was like that. So does someone who helps women through pregnancy want kids of her own? That's a really loaded question. <laughs> in a perfect world, absolutely. In the world we live in, I'm happy helping other people have their babies. That's just, I know that that's not my role. I would rather, like, help moms super empower themselves so that they're able to empower their children so that when those things come up against them, hi. <laughs> so when those types of things come up against them, they have a, a way to deal with it and they have the support to deal with it. Like, our world, our world is never going to be perfect. Right. So maybe that's a bad way to say it. Is that no. in a perfect world? I would, but... Yeah, I'm happy with the people around me having babies. And one of her methods of empowerment is helping women feel more in control of their bodies. I do a lot of, like, body awareness type things because our culture is really bad at keeping us in our bodies. We're always up in this, like, anxious headspace. And birth is all about getting down into your body, trusting your body, knowing that it can do what it was made to do. Then my co-producer, Sophia, sat down for her own henna tattoo. I don't even know where I'd get a tattoo. Because I wouldn't want it on my arm. But I wouldn't want it on my leg. I wouldn't want it in any part of my body. <laughs> I want it small, but small ones don't stay forever. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is my. Th- this is Sophia's thoughts on tattoo corner. <laughs> and a conversation. Is there any kind of spirituality associated with being a doula? Like, uh, it depends on the doula. For me, there definitely is, personally, but every doula comes at it a little bit differently. How do you bring it? How do I bring it into my work? Yeah. Uh, Being focused on the body is probably the biggest part. We have to trust our bodies, and I struggle a lot with anxiety. The way that I deal with that is focusing on my alignment and focusing on my feet on the ground and bringing myself back down into something that I can actually worry about instead of all of the millions of different things that might be going on in my head at the time and so not all doulas are so body centric as I am but I just think that's a really really important part of pain management Mm -hmm. and then also just of like being aware of your experiences is that empirical sense of knowing what's going on in your body how do you kind of align yourself? What do you mean? Like, is it like a physical thing or is it like a spiritual thing? Do you meditate? Um, I mean, I do yoga and I meditate every now and then. I don't meditate as often as I should. But I think you'd probably, if anybody says they meditate, they'll probably say that. But a lot of the time, a lot of what I do for my practice is just surrounding myself with people that are open to being listened to and just sharing space with people. I have a very humanitarian sense of spirituality. Mm. Does that answer your question? Yeah. 
Like, what do you think the benefit of that is? Like, for people who are, like, it's not necessarily a religion thing, but like, like, is there benefit to being spiritual as opposed to like, not being anything at all? I think, spiritual's a hard word. Yeah. Philosophy major here is coming through a little bit, choosing what words you use. Um, if we're just talking about like something to believe in and something to focus your life around, I think everybody's spiritual in that sense, but not everybody might recognize it as being spiritual. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that anybody goes through their life without intentionality of some sort. It is, it's hard for me to call what I am spiritual because so much of it is in the body. Yeah. Like, so much of my spirituality is physical. Like, what does it mean to be, like, intentional? To be intentional? Yeah. Not thinking about the future, not thinking about the past, just being comfortable with what you're doing at that moment. And I think that's one of the things that Hannah really brings to me is that I have to be focused on what I'm doing and I'm focused on the person that I'm doing it with. Mm-hmm. and just giving your all to a situation instead of being distracted by a million different things at once. And you are done. For American Student Radio and my co-producer, Sophia Salaby, this is Abby Gibson.